It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources on this great afternoon. Mara Carabello here with Taylor Morgan filling in for our favorite host, Boyd Matheson, while he's away. And Taylor, I, I don't like hot weather. This is a day in the 70s, so I should have nothing to complain about because it is such a it beautiful a day today. beautiful day outside. And yet I have dug deep and I have found something to complain <laughs> about. Um, last week, the Jazz um, unveiled their new rebrand. And there's a lot of negative results and confusion among the fans on social media. I don't I mean, think there's enough negative results. I mean, social media is the bastion of our complaint land, and we <laughs> are seeing it. So whether you love her and hate them, today we're going to talk about a couple of things. What do brands mean? What do they mean to the communities? Why is it important that we get our brands right? You know, I mean, does it matter? Or are we all just complaining? So we're going to start at the very superficial about this brand, what are people saying that they hate about it? Well, these uh, the Jazz introduced the new uniforms as part as part of a rebrand with new colors. Yeah. Uh, originally, Jazz owner Ryan Smith wanted to go to just black and white, uh, but it turns turns out that those colors are already owned by a couple NBA teams, namely the uh, you know Brooklyn and San Antonio. Okay, yep. so we couldn't do just black and white. Uh, so we had to introduce a very garish highlighter yellow to the mix. Uh, look, these uniforms are so bad, Mara, that Coach Quinn <laughs> Snyder resigned. He just Amen. he's out of here. He Amen. saw the writing on you the wall. You know what's ironic? I mean, here's here's a little known piece of advertising trivia. Unless you're in advertising, if you are driving down the road, right? Think in your mind of every gun show billboard you've ever seen, and they are actually the same colors as the Jazz, and why they're really high contrast. So good news is, traveling at 80 miles an hour, you will be able to see the Jazz logo, because those really high contrasting colors are like the easiest to see on freeway billboards. Now, I wouldn't say they're the best. They're not high design. I'm comparing them to gun show freeway billboards. Well, okay. I guess that's maybe one way to spin a positive here. I, I yeah. So I was ha- going for backhanded on that. But. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. I get it. Look, branding, right? We talk about branding. Branding is important. You, uh, it takes a lot of time and effort and energy uh, to build and cultivate a brand, right? Right. Whether it's a corporate brand or whether it's perhaps in the political space with a you know a candidate or a party, right? And the last thing you want to do is continually change your brand. Mm-hmm. Your brand should be recognizable. That's where, you know, the value of having a brand. Right. Okay. Well, we learned uh, that when these new uniforms came out, according to the KSL story about uh, uh, the official Jazz rebrand, uh, Jazz part owner Dwayne Wade, his mother was so confused <laughs> and couldn't figure out what the Jazz's brand or colors were. Uh, he had to call uh, up Dwayne and ask, 
okay? Right there is a failure for branding, Mm -hmm. okay? When your brand isn't recognizable and when you're constantly changing your brand, uh, that defeats the purpose of having the brand, Yeah, right? It's okay to have some remixes, right? Like the Jazz have their city uniforms that have been very, very popular uh, that kind of tie in the Red Rock theme with the home court, the, the big delicate arch. Right. That's cool and that's unique to Utah. That's fun, right? But these new uniforms are... So disconnected from any of the Jazz's previous branding, and they're just frankly really ugly. That I, I, I'm not getting it. I don't. I'm not seeing it, Mara. I'm I'm a little frustrated. So beyond just to a, a fashion statement, we don't want to wear because it's sort of on trend. I mean, they have gone with sort of a simplistic kind of you know hipster. You're you're eating at restaurants that have the name provisions in them. You know, I mean, it's kind of on trend right now. But I think what they're missing out on is in public speech. One of the most powerful combiners, something that compels us the most are symbols. So let's, you know, we're a political show here. Like the American flag is mm-hmm. such a powerful symbol, right? Right. Um, those of us who remember Reagan's new day dawning in America, there's a there's a, a city, shining city on the hill. Those are symbols of things. They're symbols of how we feel about something. And symbols are so powerful because you don't necessarily need the words. So you think about the best Best logos, the best logos you can find, New York Yankees, Cubs. Um, Did you say the Yankees? I, I'm talking about their logo. Oh, their okay. logo. Okay, okay. Like okay. you look at it. I mean, people want to buy it even if they're not Yankees fans. Sure. Although they're having a heck of a season. Let's give sure. them that. But what we have – so we have the J-Note. That has become sort of a, a used symbol. And we just kind of did an update on that. But And I loved it. Yeah, and what a moment. I mean, the Jazz, they're our largest, most significant – pro team here. Right. And they are really who have hit the time. In terms of professional sports, we have some great other teams. I don't want to minimize. I'm a sports fan. I love them all. But Jazz are the highest profile. And um, a lot of us want and need the Jazz to do well to raise the profile of how people view our state. Sure. So that's, again, I'm going to make it. So that's why this is so important that we get it right. Yeah. These uniforms look like... uh what I would wear playing church ball growing up, right? <laughs> and it was reversible. It was great, right? Because you just bring one big sack of uh, dirty uniforms and uh, one side was black with yellow numbers and the other team would yeah. flip it inside out and it was yellow with black uh, numbers, County right? County wreck pennies. Exactly. Yeah, that's what these are. So uh, I wonder, uh, I, 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 just, I don't know, Mara, I'm I'm just so perplexed. Taylor. Do you involve the community at this point? How do you get to a a symbol and a brand? Because um, those are kind of two different things. The brand's everything. How yeah. we speak about ourselves, how we recruit, but this symbol we're looking for. This we I think we need to. I think you said it. We need to land on something and stay there for a while, right? Yeah. Now it's an interesting question. Just let's go there. I don't know. So Nike has said, "Hey, once you guys land on something, you need to keep it for three years." Uh, are they going to be able to change? Uh, I hope I, – I know already that there have been some concess- concessions made, right, by the league and, and by Nike here. Uh, the Jazz have added the purple, right, the throwback 90s uh, purple mountain uni, right? Mm-hmm. That's in there now as well. Uh, the Jazz, I think, are trying to respond to the backlash by mixing in some additional options. I think that will grow right as we go forward. Um, I, I I really hope we're not locked into these Pittsburgh 
style uniforms for the next three years. And again, years. I'm going to say, why are, why, is, why are Taylor, why are you and I talking about this? It's because one of the most powerful pride points of a community and a state can be their professional sports teams. And being able to have a brand, if they do this well, and the pride that will feel wearing it, I think it matters to your sense of civic pride, your sense of identity, your sense of placemaking. So I think it's important. I mean, again, you can argue it's just a cool logo, too. I don't want to minimize that, and I want to wear the jerseys, but yeah. I think these points of pride. With that, I have to say go Avs tonight as well. Yes, go Avs. <laughs> That's right. Okay, well, stay with us here on Inside Sources. Coming up next, uh, we are going to talk about what Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor had to say about colleague Justice Clarence Thomas. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.